Welcome to Scrollin', a podcast about the Elder Scrolls Online. I'm Ken. I'm Davius. This is episode number 31. Yeah, I mean, let's just, I guess we'll just start out uh, talking about what we've been doing this week, uh, which honestly for me, uh, I haven't played a lot this week because... Um, as I've said in past episodes, I'm in the process of moving and transitioning to a new job. And so there's just a lot of stuff involved with that that I've been busy with. Uh, and I've also had company from out of town this week on top of all that. Um, so I've, I've only played just a little bit this week. And when I, uh, what little bit I have played, I've spent in Imperial City uh, with you, Davius. Yep. The, uh, there was some panic within the goons. You know, you look on there and you don't see, see a couple day timer on, on the cat. Yeah, go. What's going, what's going on here? <laughs> these, these AOE tests have gone too far. Cats out. <laughs> what have they done to him? Yeah, no, it's it's nothing like that. It's just uh, other stuff going on. And I mean, I fully plan to, you know, once I'm through uh, getting all settled into the new situation, it's going to be back to business as usual for sure. Um, you know, I'm, I'm fully addicted to the Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> Nobody worry. We're both very unhealthily addicted to this game it's it's you know yeah you've accepted it i just accept it yeah exactly yeah. it's just it's just the reality that i live in <laughs> uh. you know happy addiction <laughs> yeah yeah it's the happy kind of addiction you know uh you know those kind um but uh imperial city has been fun what i realized is um the the with the event going on um we always tend to go on like a friday or a saturday night and you know, all of our Imperial City stories are like, oh, yeah, we just keep getting flattened over and over and over again by these Zergs. Uh, but we went uh, last night, which was a Thursday night, and actually had a really nice time. Yeah, that last night was really good on group size, fight size. You know, we were outnumbered, but it was – we had a lot of good fights. Yeah, it was, it was that sweet spot. Like, we often – we want outnumbered situations. I think that's kind of what we're looking for because it's like we like that challenge, but – yeah, on that prime time during an event, uh, it, it's too outnumbered. It's it's way yeah. over the top, and there's it's, it's hardly anything you can do. Uh, but yeah, like Thursday night, there was like a good number of people. Like things were really active. It was really easy to find action. Um, and when we did find action, it was it was manageable. Like we didn't necessarily win every fight, but every fight was a decent fight. Yeah, I feel like we put up a really good fight on on almost every fight we were in. Exactly what you were saying. It was uh, quality fights, you know. Um, you know, kind of the outnumber numbers we're looking for is that there's two of us, you know, we're looking to fight five, seven people, uh, yeah. not 25, you know, that makes it a little, right. uh, a little trickier if it's 25 people at once. Uh, and there's even hey. some fights that I think it was, a, you know, it was above 10, but they were not, you know, on top of each other focusing. And so we were able to kind of pick off some and, you know, some would back up, some would go forward. So even those fights went pretty well. Yeah, um, you were uh, you were on that Stamcrow build. It's all like focused on uh, two-hander abilities. Yep. And um, you've been talking about this build a little bit about how he's he's really hitting really hard these days. And like as you're talking about this character in past episodes, I'm sitting here thinking like, oh yeah, it sounds like sounds like he hits pretty hard. Uh, but then like seeing this dude in action last night, it's just like, there's like these moments where I'm like, Oh my God, like, <laughs> <laughs> that dude just freaking died. <laughs> like, uh, uh, he, that character has been a lot of fun. He's, he's, you know, before all these recent changes, uh, where I, you know, I've, I did the, the sword singer and, the, um, uh, you know, I have the ring of the wild hunt on him before those changes. He was my hardest hitting character. You know, we talked about that, but now he's, I mean, it's like top three. He's one, two, and three of my hardest hitting characters. <laughs> yes. He is. Uh... Your second hardest hitting character is actually number four <laughs> yeah. because that guy takes up all three. That okay. guy is that high up there. He, uh, he's a lot of fun. He's, I, I usually don't make characters that are that hard hitting. Usually I, um, I get stressed out if I'm sacrificing too many other things, but. You know, we kind of talk about it that um, the Daring Corsair, which is his other five piece set, um, it just works so beautifully on him that I can I can sacrifice other things because all those abilities are getting, you know, a ten percent cost reduction. Mm -hmm. uh, that I was just really able, you know, on him, I'm just really able to stack up that weapon damage. Um, and it gives you that ulti gen that you're always wanting to have in pretty much all your builds as well, so you're yep. not having to sacrifice that either. 
Zoss is just starting to make sets for me. That's that's what <laughs> I've decided. These ultigen sets. We'll just yeah. throw one out for Davius every now and then. <laughs> uh, I just remember Z a couple of times last night. Like you'll queue up a blast bones and then you'll go start start smacking people with a couple of dizzies. And by the time that blast bones gets to them, man, it's just <laughs> they're just a pile of dust on the ground. We actually uh, we actually kind of discovered uh you know, you were on your necro, uh, your macro uh, despair. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of discovered a pretty nasty little duo there. That was uh, a pretty mean combo, absolutely. Because my macro is a, a healer, like a straight support healer. Uh, and your stamcrow, like we were just talking about, is just brings a lot of damage. Um, and my macro healer, if I if I do say so myself, is OP, dude. <laughs> I was I was and, just about to say that the the most beautiful part of the combo, obviously the healer is so big, but your macro has so much amazing CC. I was gonna say just mm-hmm. like awful CC for that's how <laughs> the other player feels it, but yeah. as an ally, I mean, just you can just see the people. It's like they're running through mud the whole fight. They're just dealing with so much stuff. And that was such a sweet combo. I mean, because like you said, I just had a hard-hitting character. And so they were dealing with all this CC, and it was like you were just lining them up for me on a chopping block. Oh, yeah. It was so much fun, dude. It's such a an abusive healer because, yeah, he she has tons of heals. Like, the heals are very, very strong. Just the heals alone, the build is very good. Uh, and then the CC, dude. So it's that, it's that remote totem uh, with the wall of frost. And man, you just you just lay those two things on top of each other, and just nobody wants to deal with that, you know. And so <laughs> we there were moments when we were really facing off against like ten or more players at a time, and we were hanging in there for a while. Like we we hung yeah. in there for several minutes while like backup showed up, uh, and then mm-hmm. we ended up being victorious in the end. Um, it's largely because you do enough damage to take out people kind of pr- pretty quickly, uh, and then we had all these heals and all this crowd control to just make we we were in control pretty much the whole yeah. time one of my one of my favorite moments uh from the fight the fights last night was and it wasn't even like overall what i would say is our best fight it just was a moment that when i kind of realized like how hilarious the cc going on was is that we were inside uh, a building and it was you know it was one of the buildings that didn't have a roof on it so you could really see us all the way in the building and you could see outside because there's no roof on it and there was probably 10 enemies around us just circling this building but they wouldn't come inside you were laying down yeah. so much cc in the building they were just kind of circling and nobody was coming inside so we were just kind of hanging out inside there for several minutes it was it was just cracking me up yeah it's pretty people do not like dealing with that totem and the wall of frost man that that combo it just you just own that piece of ground man uh, and anyone who does try to walk through that and tries to brave through it they're probably going to regret it most likely and it's a yeah. charged. Uh, my ice staff is uh, has the charged trait, which uh, increases your chance to apply the uh, status effect, and it uses a frost glyph. Um, so it's guaranteed. Pretty much anyone who touches that wall of frost is going to get that chilled status effect. They're going to get immobilized and do less damage. Yeah, it was it was working out very well. I've been thinking about so uh, right now that build is I spec a whole lot into uh, healing done rather than spell damage. Because uh, you'll in the end you'll you'll get more healing out of healing done than than specking into spell damage. I'm toying with the idea of maybe flipping that and trying to spec into spell damage so I can actually do a little bit of extra damage as well. Uh, my heals will be sacrificed a bit, but I think they'll still be kind of strong. I don't know if I'm going to do it or not, but it's just an idea I'm toying with. Yeah, in my head. I mean the heals the heals on that build are like you're saying they're OP. I was um, that was a huge part to it. it it's it's just a really cool build because the heals are happening, uh, but they're kind of I don't know they seem in the background because you're you're doing so much CC you know and you have you're throwing out a blast bone so you still are getting pressure on them, and it just kind of seems like this healer build that the heals are just kind of it's like those you can just count on they're happening in the background while all this other additional stuff is happening it just it works out really well. Yeah, it's that spirit, man, that intensive mender, dude. That's what it is. Like, I'm just making sure that dude is active all the time, and that pretty much frees me up to just kind of do whatever else. As long as that, as long as that dude's active, uh, we're we're covered because that thing is so powerful. <laughs> we were- with CP, with CP, that dude is tossing out like 10k heals. Uh, well, that's what the tooltip is, anyway. Um, <laughs> so I was and- gonna say, we should have mentioned there's three of us. 
the two of us and, and your vendor. <laughs> yeah, that, that honestly, yeah, it's like an honorary party member, honestly, because uh, it does such a strong heal and it's a smart heal. It's just looking out whoever is low on health. Boom. There's a there's just basically just an automatic breath of life. And you can do that every two seconds. It costs very, very little uh, to summon that less than a thousand. If you're like with all the passives and everything that the that the necromancer has, it's basically it may as well just be free to cast, honestly. Yeah, that uh, that's a combo that uh, we are going to have to use more often. That was the first time that we really paired them up, and that's that turned out really to be well. really fun. Yeah, yeah it really did. Um, I have mostly been playing uh, support builds. Like I've I've also been on my uh, Magicka Warden, which is uh, also a healer, but but she actually has uh, a pretty good offensive kit as well. So she kind of does a little bit of both, but she's mostly a healer. And I have this setup going right now. That's a lot of. Um, it's a lot of automatic cleansing. I'm using Curse Eater. Um, that's an automatic cleanse every eight seconds when you direct heal yourself or someone else. Uh, and then, of course, she has the the Betty Natch, which uh, gives yourself an automatic cleanse uh, every five seconds. So those two things kind of together, like you have an automatic cleanse every eight seconds and then another one every five seconds, uh, or on, on yourself at least. Um, I basically don't ever have any negative status, status effects. I was... Uh, Fighting this Stam DK, it was a straight up dot build, and it was a like a CP eight ten someone who had done some PvP before, uh, and he would apply all of his dots to me, all these like like fracture and all this stuff. I would have it for a couple of seconds, and it's it's all gone. Like all that pressure just disappears, and of course I have my heals over time going, so my my health bar just it just kind of kind of dips down just barely, and then goes right back up to hundred percent. And I wasn't even fighting back; I was just casting my hots and everything was just kind of getting <laughs> auto cleansed uh, and the dude just gave up and walked away <laughs> <laughs> nope nope doubt yeah. i i call this your anti-venomous smite build that's <laughs> it's anytime i'm running with this character it's like hmm, everybody stopped using venomous smite all of a sudden like it became yeah. uh, not near as popular and it's just because it, when even when people are cast on you it's just getting cleansed so quickly that you really uh you just don't see it anymore yeah, I don't. I do not see it on that character. Like it's it's seriously like everyone just suddenly stopped using that set. It looks like um, it's which yeah. is the dream, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Which it may be a combo of that, and maybe people really are using it less because a bunch of proc sets uh, got got buffed this patch. So maybe that's just not the you know the everyone's favorite now. It might be a combo of those things, maybe. I've still I still see it in um, battlegrounds. I I haven't seen it in Imperial City as much, but there's a lot you know a lot more people in Imperial City. I feel like battlegrounds seems to be the best place for that because you can you know you can you can arrow spray a group of people potentially put that on all of them and it's all overlapping on each other as well. You know, so you can really wipe out a group with that thing. It's great for battlegrounds. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. Maybe we're, we've just been in Imperial City so much and it's not as useful there. Could be. Yeah, it. I actually. You know, obviously the Imperial City events going on. The the majority of my time um, has been in Imperial City this week. Obviously, with the event, it makes it a lot more uh, a lot oh, more yeah. fun. Get those key frags at Telvar. Yep, uh, and there's been some good fights. Uh, there's been some bad fights. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I I with the with the event going on, you know, the last thing I had to do to my Stamplar was do the Tristec glyphs, and I got I got the Tristec glyphs, so I finished my Stamplar build out. Uh, I feel pretty good about it. You know, the biggest reminder um, when I haven't played uh, my Stamplar in a while and then playing it again is that, man, Jabs is just the best spammable in this game. It's just... There's <laughs> except no not in Cyrodiil this week. But. <laughs> not, except in Cyrodiil this week. That's yeah. the one exception. Or but, probably the next couple of weeks even. Um, man, but I just forget how good Jabs is. You know, you play all these other characters and it's just... That is a great spam. That's great. You get spoiled to it, especially dealing with Nightblades. I feel like it's, I especially oh, yeah. love it against Nightblades. Yeah, they, 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 there's none they can do. They just keep trying to cloak, and it's like, nope, I can get you. There's um, nothing the there's nothing the bad ones can do. The good ones know to always slot snare removal so you can get out of it, uh, and they just yeah. have a little bit of movement speed. That's really all you have to do is just be able to keep moving, and you can get out of it. Any Nightblades yeah, out there that are struggling that with Templars, Get you some snare removal, get a little movement speed in your build. <laughs> that's how you deal with it. Um, and and I've I've paired it with Celine's. The I'm using the monster set Celine's and monster that Celine's mm -hmm. with that jabs. It's just a it's a really really nice match. Uh, oh, both yeah. about the same range. 
Um, Celine's, you know, it's gotten some recent buffs, uh, a little bit quicker time, and they actually buffed the damage on it. Um, and I've I've been doing some battlegrounds with that build. I haven't really. Uh, I was in Imperial City before I did the glyphs, and so I was farming just because Stamplars are such a great Telvar farming build. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I, the fights that I was down in there weren't really going great just because I wouldn't finish with the build. But when I finished it, I did some battlegrounds. Um, felt good about it. Nice, dude. Yeah, love Stamplar. Obviously, I mean, Stamplar is my very favorite. Yeah. I will say the one thing that, um, you know, I really wanted to switch the jewelry to Swift. Um, but I'm kind of having a struggle with the uh, max stats. I, I wasn't able to transmute them to Swift uh, because I really don't have the max stats to sacrifice to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, both my ring, both my jewelry rings are healthy right now. Uh, and I think in no CP battleground, I'm running about 24K health, 24K stamina. And, you know, if I transmute those from health, uh, that's a lot of health I'm going to be losing. So. I'm still trying to tinker to figure out how I can get more speed on it, but I am you running. Gotta get seven. another wild hunt ring. Got to get another I, one. I seriously think that might be the answer. <laughs> but then you'd be getting rid of Celine's and be losing I know. a lot of damage. I do. I do love that Celine's. It's um, I was I was surprised by the the damage that that build was throwing out. Maybe I'll maybe I'll replace Seventh Legion. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I keep telling myself you read Seventh Legion. It's a great set. Gives you health recovery, buffs your damage. Um, but you know, it's just one of those gut feelings. Like I'm not having fun with seventh Legion on there. So maybe I'll figure something out and throw another wild hunt on there and, and swap out that seventh Legion for some, uh, three, three or four piece set. Like three Trini or something like that. Yeah. Something where I can get that. Um, hopefully I can make up that weapon damage from seventh Legion. I just don't, you know, and you'll know this for sure with your Stamplar. Um, you know, they're kind of like, um, at least the way that, that, that you play Stamplar, which is which is kind of the way that I've modeled my Stamplar, is it's kind of like uh, uh, Stamsork light. <laughs> sure, so yeah, Stamsork like without wanna, streak. Yeah, so it's like you want to be moving, bounce, you know, bouncing around, throw out a jabs, and then keep moving. And that, um, that seventh legion, I just don't like how it locks me into every 15 seconds. Uh, I have to remember to... to, to cast my armor buff and you know i've always got my armor buff up but if if i throw my armor buff you know up early or or, you know if i'm got some free time i'm running i want to throw it up um i just don't like how it's like a hard buff that it's every 15 seconds and you can't kind of really keep it up yeah Um, my, my issue with it which may be part of your issue is that you can't refresh the buff early like 15 seconds is not a problem at all if I can just, okay, well, I have a few seconds free right now at nine yes. seconds. So maybe I can just recast it now and just refresh that buff now while I have the time. But you don't have that option. You have to wait for it to run out and then recast your armor buff. Yeah. That's what's that's annoying exactly, about it. Yeah, that's exactly my issue. It really, I feel like it really takes the the flow of my um, of what I'm trying to do out of it. It, it, it kind of is a hard stop to, to my comfortable flow with, with me casting my abilities. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, I have it on there just because it is a great set. That buff is fantastic, and it gives you health recovery, which is really nice. Um, but I, I, I just, yeah, I just don't like that that hard fifteen second. Uh, yeah, I think there should just be set. no cooldown to that. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, or I'd even be okay if they lowered the cooldown because you know they just recently raised it from to fifteen seconds from ten seconds, uh, which is better. But I would I would be okay with it being ten seconds again if I could refresh it, or even I may be okay with less than ten seconds. But anytime I cast my armor buff, you know, let me get the buff again. Right. Yeah. Um, That's the main I thing. Would, Honestly, I would probably use this on a build or two if it wasn't for that one thing. It, re- it really turns me off to it big time. Yeah, I I have it. Like I said, I have it on there, but I I I have been wanting to t- to to swap it out for something. Uh, and I might have to find farm just another ring of the wild hunt. That might be the answer uh, that I end up doing. Uh, yeah, I have it on my Stamplar, and I do enjoy it a lot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, it, it it I'll have to tinker with that. But other than that, I've really enjoyed the Stamplar. It's it's been really nice. Um, Sweet. It's been a it's been fun. It's been it's had a good run in battlegrounds for the first initial testing. Heck yeah. Man, I'm gonna have to get on some battlegrounds. Maybe next week. You know, we should do 
We should do a BG report sometime soon. Maybe that'll be next week's episode. It's about that time. We're in a new patch, yeah. and we haven't done one yet. It would, it would make sense, for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I've been kind of uh, secretly impressed with how many Battlegrounds we've been doing of late. You know, there was a long time there where we kind of just went full Imperial City and kind of stayed away from Battlegrounds, but I feel like we've been hitting the Battlegrounds pretty hard here. Uh, the last yeah, couple of when they got rid of the grouping, we were just really soured on it for a little while, <laughs> I think, and we just couldn't, we just couldn't deal with it. Uh, but we had to, it's like we we need it though, you know, like we need yeah. battlegrounds. We can't stay away. <laughs> yeah, we we had passed our grief window. You know, we needed time to get over the breakup. Uh, yeah, I don't so, know if I'm totally over it yet, <laughs> but I'm I'm over it enough to at least do some battlegrounds mm-hmm. again. But man, I it seriously is still my favorite thing to do in this game is battlegrounds in a pre-made group it's so yep. much fun uh, or at least duos honestly duos were my favorite yeah um, i agree with that well we were just talking the other night we found this great you know how fun it was that we found this great uh necro combo in imperial city and we you know the first thing we were saying is man how fun would this be in uh you know in a, uh, in a group battleground every time we play together we end up saying <laughs> that about like oh i'm gonna play on this character sweet i'm gonna play on this character oh dude wouldn't this be sweet in a battleground too bad we can't do that ever again. Can't do uh, it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that would be though my necro healer with your stam crow. That would be a, an amazing duo in a battleground. Be fantastic. Um, yeah. And speaking on the stam crow, I was going to talk about this earlier, but I kind of forgot. Um, you know, I on my back bar uh, the other night was probably the most I've ever used my back bar ultimate in a while. Um, but I, it was really good. Uh, I felt like it was working out really well. I have the the bone Goliath on my back bar ultimate. Yeah, um, yeah. You were talking about last night like, in Imperial City, right? Yeah, we I together? feel yeah. like I got to give a shout out to that because that thing was working out. You know, in those the outnumbered fights we were getting in with the with your heels, I feel like that ability was really coming in handy. Oh yeah, you were uh, like living in that form for a while. <laughs> it was working out really well. Uh, that guy hits hard enough that even in the bone Goliath, you know, I switched that bone Goliath for him and just start hitting people. Um, and it, it was working out really nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Stam Crows, I'm uh, I'm working on my um, my Stam Crow bow build video. Of course, the build itself has been done for quite some time. Uh, and the video, under normal circumstances, it would have it would already be done by now. But as I as I said in the beginning, I'm uh, I'm going through some some changes in my life that's just keeping me busy right now. But I am working on it. It's almost done. Uh, so that build video will be up pretty soon. And uh, that's a bow build. Uh, I'll just give you a reminder of kind of the gist of what the build is. It's, uh, what is it? It's five pieces Sheer Venom, five pieces Venomous Serpent, um, the Black Rose Prison Bow, uh, and a Potentate's uh, two-hander on the back bar. And uh, nightmares really... for everybody else that goes against it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it, is a, it is a build of nightmares, and it is uh, actually really really the bane of werewolves is really what it is because it's nothing but poison damage except blast bones that's disease damage but uh a werewolf bed i just if i just like light attack weave my spamble at a werewolf a couple of times they just they just melt right in front of me which is fun because i always love focusing werewolves it's like my favorite thing you you've actually i feel like i've caught that from you is that now that i i've watched you do it for so long of when a werewolf pops out you know it's like oh get that werewolf that now it's just naturally for me too it's like Oh, there's a werewolf. Let's go. Here we go. Yeah. I know who we're going after. It used to be kind of just like kind of a fun, just sort of like a silly role play thing in my head. Like, oh, I don't like werewolves. But uh, now it's actually probably a good idea to focus the werewolf because they are <laughs> the so vicious right now. And if you don't, if you don't nip that in the bud, it's going to become a problem. <laughs> uh, it may already be a problem, even if, you know, even so. I mean, they are so vicious right now. And we were like lamenting werewolves not that long ago. We're like, man, isn't it so sad that werewolves are in such sad shape? Uh, man, I tell you, I, I don't feel that way anymore. Not at all. No, I do not pity werewolves anymore. That's a great point. It was not even, I mean, what was it, a month ago? Was, I mean, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Time is all messed up right now. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah man, I remember that. We were like, man, really, it'd be, it'd be cool if they gave werewolves a buff, you know, made them. Gave him a fighting chance. And now when you see a werewolf, it is it strikes fear in you. You're like, oh, geez, here it they comes. They are vicious, especially the players that, that really know how to play a werewolf, know how to build it well and, and just and work it, man. Like you see these werewolves, they're like straight up 1VX, like a group of 20 players, a group of 20 decent players. Uh, of course, they're using a lot of movement and line of sight and all that stuff. But man, they're, 
these guys will hang in there forever and ever, and they do tons of damage. Um, I I guess part of me I am glad to see them in that kind of in that better spot that they're in. I wonder if they're just a little too strong now. I don't know. Yeah, they uh, there's yeah there's some werewolf builds out there that they just stack those max stats, uh, and then they go into werewolf form, and there's just I mean I've fought a couple, and it's just like there's nothing I can do against this guy. That he's just yeah. he's just going to rock me. Oh, yeah. like, I can't I can't hurt him and every hit he's landed on me is just devastating. Absolutely. I there's one in particular uh in, that I can remember. I've told the story on this on this podcast before, but I was on one of my very best characters and I was having a pretty good night as well, you know, like I was kind of good and warmed up and everything and feeling good. Uh and I was 1v1ing this guy and it dude, it wasn't even close, man. He like <laughs> it was not even close. He he, he destroyed me. It was demoralizing. Sapped your all your hope away. Yeah, like all right, I'm gonna log off tonight, I guess. <laughs> I'm, I, it makes me wonder because you know a lot of the really you know we've been in Imperial City a lot. And I've seen some werewolves in there that, like you said, they're just mowing through groups, and it makes me wonder because I've seen a lot of Imperial physique right now. Obviously, is very popular, mm-hmm. uh, and it makes me wonder if some of these werewolves are wearing Imperial physique. Oh, I know some of them are. I can't even imagine what that turns your max stats in. Imperial physique, and then when you transform into werewolf, I mean, good lord, that, mm-hmm. I can only imagine what your max stats would be. That's I've definitely seen love... werewolves wearing imperial physique. Absolutely. So I mean, that's definitely something people do. It's a terrifying thought. I I would love to wear imperial physique, but I'm not. Uh, I'm I'm not that Telvar rich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, that's one reason I like playing with my Stamcrow bow poison build so much here lately because there are a lot of werewolves these days and they're they are super strong and this is really the only character i have that actually poses a threat to them honestly yeah to, to the good ones anyway yeah it's one that poison damage now is that pretty much it for you this week yeah that's pretty much what i'm into i i was gonna ask you um you know i know you you've kind of finished up with your stam crow and that's kind of your next build coming out and then you've kind of um, I think probably your Stamden is is kind of where you're leaning next. But I was gonna kind of ask you where you're at on your theory crafting. Like, have you got any ideas cooking or or anything going on? Yeah, yeah. I think you're you're right on the money there. I think uh, once I finish up this uh, Stam Crow video, um, the next thing's gonna be uh, my Stamina Warden, uh, Stamina Healer, uh, and it's another <laughs> uh, bow on the front bar, two hander on the back bar build, just like my my Stam Crow. Uh, and that's a cool build, and that build actually is in a it's a it's in a functional state right now, but I have a bit more tweaking to do. I think uh, I can fit an arena weapon on the build. Uh, I just got to figure out which one I want it to be, and maybe fiddle around with a few other things. But I have that build pretty much locked in, uh, aside from those things. Uh, and I, I'm very excited about that stamina healer. I just love the idea of it, and it's actually uh, a pretty good healer, and he does a good amount of damage as well. Really, really fun build. Um, so yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've run around with that. It's, it's impressive that it's powerful heals on a stamina character. That's, that's a very Davius approved build. Like it's, you have to double take, like, wait, what just happened? What is this thing? Um, what about you? What's the next like build or theory crafting thing that you're, you're chewing on? Um, you know, there's still the, there's still the support werewolf build that I have to put together. I still got to grind the piece, you know, some of the pieces, but actually, you know, we did, we did a couple runs of the new dungeons and actually got a pretty decent amount. It's really nice that both those sets are in the same dungeon. So I can just run the dungeon a lot and just get all really pieces nice. needed. Does that ever uh, happen? Wow. Yeah. I don't, I can't think of a time that that any other time that that's happened, that both sets I'm running are in the same dungeon. So it's it kind of nice. weird. Yeah. It was kind of weird to see like every drop is like, Oh yeah. Oh, Oh yeah. This is so uh, I built up pieces pretty quick for that. So I might have enough. I still got to level the character up. Um, the other thing that I'm working on, you know, and I talked about it last week too, is, um, I switched my mag crow into a stam crow. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm still not sold on this. I don't, I like the idea of the build. I just, something about the idea of having two stam crows seems odd to me, especially after I have had a lot of fun with my stam crow. I just finished. Like, he, uh-huh. I feel like he's working really well. And so I don't know. I feel like if I want to play with a stam crow, I'm going to play with that character. It's going to be hard to have two uh, stam crows. If that makes sense. That makes um, sense. But uh, I do like the idea. You know, it's basically that idea that we kind of were talking about on one of the podcasts. It's 
Uh, it's a five-piece beekeeper and then uh, troll kings and then pairing that with the uh, sword dancer where it's the dual wield ability buff. Um, so you kind of get all the damage for the dual wield. Uh, you you know throw a spin to win on there with the rapid strikes. Um, I like the idea of it with the, that with all that health recovery. Um, and then Honest Am Necro works really well because they have the uh, the spirit for damage reduction. Um, so I, no, I haven't finished. I, I was that thinking build. about that, but uh, my thought is like you couldn't do the the dual wield set, but the all the rest of it would work on a, on a Magicka build as well. You know the health recovery thing, all That's of that. That's true. Maybe I should just sub out the uh, the Sword Dancer uh, for a Magicka build. I mean, that character is Magicka and Stamina. I leveled up all his Stamina abilities, but uh, that's probably that's probably what I should do. I need another Magicka character. It's it's getting bad. You know, my main was a Magicka healer, Magicka Templar healer, uh, and I just I just have never uh, found a good fit for another Magicka character. Uh, my, you know, my Sork used to be a Mag Sork, switched him to a Stam Sork. Everybody knows that story if they've listened to any <laughs> any previous episodes. Uh, I do need another Magicka character, you know. Um, Mag Crows make such fun support builds because I think similar to Warden, they just have such a variety of skills to choose from. You can really make a unique build that's all yours and it can be like really weird and out there because they just have, like I said, just a variety of skills to choose from to do lots of weird things. I might have to look into that. There may be something there because, I, like you said, I could keep the beekeepers and the troll kings still, uh, and then I would just need to throw on you know another five piece set uh, and make that magicka. Um, I originally was really excited about doing the the sword dancer that give the dual wield buff, um, but once mm -hmm. I actually put it on the character and kind of started testing, uh, it is a lot of fun. Um, but you know, sword dancer, sword singer, you know, I'm already getting that fun with sword singer, and so. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's kind of another thing is that it makes it very, very similar to my other Stam Sork. So um, I might have to do that. I, I will say this, and this is probably going to make me sound ridiculous or silly, but one of the big struggles I have with Mag uh, Magicka characters is that I don't... This is going to sound so ridiculous. I can just hear it coming out. But I don't like staffs. I don't like okay. them. Like for, hey, I've heard other people the, say that. It's really for valid. The, for the look of a character, stamina characters in my mind, I'm very OCD about the look of my characters. Like I put way too much time. Like I'm all about, you know, the dies and the changing. And it's very difficult to make a character look good with stabs. They're just not near as cool as the stamina weapons. With stamina weapons, you can do swords. You can do, you know, you can have you know, all the different, you know, you can sub out sword, mace, axe, you know, two-handed, dual wield, bow. You have all these, you know, even sword and shield. And then with a magic hit character, it's like, you better find a cool staff because that's all you've got. Like there's yeah. nothing. Um, it just, I don't know. I think that's part of the struggle that like internally makes me partly avoid Magicka. Uh, is that I don't, I don't like the idea that I'm going to have to like the gotta run dual staff. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could do a sword and shield depending. But um, yeah, I get you there. I think also like you're kind of aesthetic and how you design your characters. It tends, they tend to be kind of like, real bulky tanky kind of looking and that that doesn't really make sense if they're just carrying a stick around Does, yeah, know, it doesn't like, work with the it doesn't work with the staff uh so you kind of if you're gonna if you're gonna have a staff and you want your character to look appropriate you kind of have to go with a di whole different aesthetic really i'll i'll have to find a way because now that i'm hearing you say it i think i think there's a way that i could switch that build back to magicka still do the beekeeper still do the troll king and I just need to find a, a, a nice five-piece Magicka set. Mm -hmm. um, the character is the never-ending Nord. Uh, that's half the reason that I'm bummed about this, too, because I love the name. Maybe it's one of my favorite name. named characters. And so I've got to get this guy working, I feel like. You, uh, have to, you have to do justice to that name. Yeah, i got to find a way. Uh, but uh, with the Beekeepers and the Troll King, and if I do go Magicka, uh, you know, I'll definitely be a support build with some heals, so it'll kind of feed into the name a little bit, so... Maybe something there. I'll, I'll, I'll have to start scouting out some Magicka sets uh, to see if there's one I can throw on there that will uh, maybe maybe it'll work for a possible... What's the one that uh, just buffs Destruction Staff abilities? That would be like the equivalent. Uh, yeah. Destruction Mastery or whatever? I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of that one either. But yeah, buffs... And that one actually got the 600 buff uh, where all your Destruction Staff abilities are buffed to 600. Um yeah, 
As weird as it is, that one doesn't. It's <laughs> going back to this. That's, that one that's doesn't the excite one you me don't as like. much. Okay. <laughs> that's the one that doesn't excite me as much. Um, and right. I think that just goes into. Uh, I'm not crazy about Destro staff abilities. Um, I, I mean, they're good. Obviously, you just talked about Wall Frost. That's an unbelievable ability. Um, the spammable is good. Um, I just, I'm just not crazy about them for some reason. I'm, I'm not. I can't. I can't really put my finger on it, but. Um, that skill line has not been one that I've ever been like a huge fan of the abilities. Yeah, they just they look kind of generic, I guess. Like the visual effects are kind of yeah, just kind they're of just, generic looking. They're just not real exciting. You know, it's not like a real exciting uh, skill in there. Like you know, two handed. Anybody who's done a dizzy swing or an execute, like you can just feels good. Feel like, man, you can just feel the power behind that dual wield spin. I mean, there may not be a more fun ability out there. So now I'll, I'll advocate for force pulse. I like, I really like the way force pulse feels to, to like light attack weave and to like uh, bar swap cancel. It's really snappy. Uh, uh, it, it maybe doesn't look super cool, but just the way it, the, the animation yeah, feels and flows, feel. it's really nice. It's true. I may, I may look into that, that I may look into that set. Um, trying to think what is a magicka necro what is their what is their damage is it do they actually do magic damage they no they do like a combination like fire damage and ice damage just all over the place it's a i think it's a lot of just elemental damage uh yeah like the the um your uh what's the your minion your damage minion whatever that thing's called deals lightning damage i think the skull does fire damage i think blast bones does fire damage the graveyard AOE does frost damage. So yeah, it's just like kind of all over the place with elemental damage. Yeah. See, and that's the other part that's tricky about that Destro staff set is that, you know, if I do go Magicka, you know, there's it's gotta be more of a support style build, and that that's really gonna hurt the the support uh part of the build, I feel like, because it'll yeah, just be those Destro staffs. So you'd, you'd be better off with actual just spell power. Yeah. Uh, so we actually had a patch this week, a live patch. This is we're on version six point one point six. You can check that out on the forums if you want. It's a pretty small patch, uh, but there were a couple of interesting things that happened. Uh, so first off, these uh, these rumored uh, crit nerfs that we were talking about a few episodes ago. It's it's starting to happen. They're, they're just starting to kind of dip their toe in that pool here. So uh, the Precise Trait and the Thief Mundus Stone were both nerfed just slightly. Uh, so pr- uh, Precise uh, has had its crit chance reduced from 8.6% uh, down to 7.2%. And then the Thief Mundus has had its uh, critical chance rating uh, reduced from 1537, which is about 6.7%. I don't know why they do it this way. Uh, from 1537 down to 1,333, which is 5.8%. So 6.7 now 5.8% from the Thief Moonstone. Uh, and I don't, I don't think that's counting with full divine, like full gold divines. Uh, I don't think. But at any rate, uh, precise and thief getting nerfed, and they say uh, they reduce these to the new standard of set bonus efficiency. Uh, and they're going to approach this more holistically later. So basically, this is just the beginning of the crit nerfs, more crit nerfs to come in the future. Yeah, it seems interesting. You know, it's obviously they're nerfs. They're not massive. It's it yeah, seems, it's like 1% or so. Yeah, I mean, I guess it can add up. If you've really got a true crit build, I could see where it might add up. But um, I don't know. It just... Uh, maybe they've got bigger plans down the road. You know, they reference that. So maybe there's something down the road where they're going to tinker. But uh, yeah, what's interesting is these were just buffed this last patch. I'm pretty sure. So that's that. the The crit nerfs have begun. Uh, and then the only other thing that I thought was really no- noteworthy in this week's patch uh, is that the Titanborn strength set uh, was adjusted. I guess you could ca- could call it a nerf uh, if you use it this way. Um, so now you're only going to get the damage and penetration bonus based on your missing health while you're in combat. Uh, and they said uh, they want to do that because that's going to help reduce the staggering amount of kill potential um, that this set uh, can can have when it's paired with stealth with <laughs> with stealth and self-damaging abilities such as Blood Frenzy or Blood Alter. Um, and I've absolutely seen it before. Um, I've been ganked before where 
Mm-hmm. I'll get a snipe followed by a dawnbreaker, and I'm instantly dead. Uh, and then I look up, and it's this Nightblade with a, a fraction of health on his health bar. And I know, of course, he's using Titanborn Strength, and that's why that simple combo hits so very hard. Um, yeah, I love this change. Very small change, but I love it because, you know, there's just... I don't know. There's there's no fun in that. I think that if it's it's just a just a gank, just a one time gank. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't see. I think it's a good change. I'll, I'll put yeah, it I'm I'm happy with it. Uh, absolutely, it's a good thing. Uh, and if you don't remember anyone listening, uh, this is the set where as you lose health, it just gives you more and more da- uh, weapon damage and penetration. Uh, and it's it's a ton. I don't want to look it up right now, but I remember I know that it's it's a lot, oh, it's a, a lot yeah, of damage, a whole bunch. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, you can just hang out in stealth, cast blood altar a whole bunch of times to get your health really really low, and then just like one or two shot gank someone easy. Um, so definitely that's a good thing, and that's pretty much all the interesting stuff in the patch. Did you see anything else that you wanted to? Bring no, in? pretty small, pretty small patch, you know, yeah, and not obviously not you know they've. All the massive changes already happened, but yeah, those, those are pretty much the two things that stood out to me as well. So uh, one other thing um, going on this week is we've started these uh, Cyrodiil uh, AOE tests. Um, so it's not really a part of the patch, but it's like it's it's happening right now. And um, gosh, what what to say about this that we haven't already said? What's hilarious it's as as brutal as we thought it was going to (laughs) be yeah and what's hilarious about it is that it this first week of testing is happening as the the imperial city event is happening so there's just nobody in serial (laughs) to to do this test right now it's just a Um, bad bad seeming seemingly very bad timing i mean you have a massive debuff in serial that that you know for the most part i would think most players it's going to make combat less fun it's yeah, that, for that, testing that, purposes. The test itself is a deterrent from entering Cyrodiil. Yeah, and then you have this great event going on Imperial City that's promoting people to go to Imperial City. It's just seems like the worst week ever for a test. Yeah, I just feel like the, the data is not going to be super valuable. But honestly, I'm kind of okay with that because this first week of test, we don't even need to test, right? We know this sucks. We don't want this. Yeah, this, like I would, there's no... Yeah. I would rather just keep the lag. Honestly, I would rather just keep the lag <laughs> than, than do this. We we tested out a couple fights in this, and it was just like, <laughs> it's yeah. just you, you, why even have abilities? Uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's you know? not like and there was. I mean, you know, we tried to get in some fights, and we tried to actually like strategize around it. You know, like <laughs> uh, like alter our builds and stuff, and. Yep. I mean, maybe we need more time, and we would be able to figure something out uh, to to be effective. But it was. It was not fun, especially when you know how fun the combat in this game really is. You know? Yeah, I'm just laughing because I'm thinking of even just you know a recent fight where, you know, we were fighting some people and we were outnumbered. And, you know, we started strategizing, getting some some positioning going, and I was sitting there and I, you were on a healer, and I was like, "Oh, heal me, heal me!" And you're like, "Dude, I can't. Yeah. All my heals are Wait, on cooldown. There's two nothing seconds, I buddy. can do." Hopefully, hopefully, you're still alive in two seconds. <laughs> Oh uh, man, it was it was just funny to think about like, oh, well this is uh this is unique. Yeah. Uh and so uh who anyone who needs a reminder, the the test happening in Cyrodiil this week is um all all of your AoE abilities share a 3 second cooldown. So you cast one AoE ability uh and then all of your AoE, uh, AoE abilities are on a 3 second cooldown. You can't cast any others uh for 3 seconds. Uh so that's what's happening right now. Um, and so we'll be having some more tests in the following weeks. And we've talked about these before, and most of them are uh, the same as what they talked about before, but there's one uh, new one. I'll just kind of go over these one more time. So that's what's happening this week. Um, next week, it's going to be uh, individual AoE cooldowns. Um, so no longer will they all be sharing a cooldown. It's just each individual AoE ability will have its own three-second cooldown. Um, that's definitely going to be less annoying than the current situation but still i don't think players still rough i don't think anyone's going to be happy with that you know yeah i mean three seconds is that's an eternity when you're in the middle of a fight with somebody that's just so long yeah it really really is um the week after that the third week of testing uh no more cooldowns uh instead they're going to implement a global ramping cost to aoe abilities and that uh is one of the more palatable solutions right there i could maybe yeah deal with that as long as some exceptions were made to like say like jabs and other abilities that should obviously be an exception to that um but um 
that I could, I could maybe live with that if that's if that's yeah. the direction we went uh, and they kind of found the sweet spot of how much ramping it should be and figured out which abilities need to be uh, accepted from that. I could see that being fine. That was actually my favorite test until we get to this test you're about to talk about. But uh, that was the one that I agree. Um, so, okay, the week after that, week number four, uh, we're going to have individual AoE cooldowns uh, and the global ramping cost, right? So each individual AoE ability will have its cooldown uh, and we'll have the ramping cost thing added as well. So both those things combined. That one uh, seems a little bit tough as well. That one might be that might be a little, a little rough there. That one seems not fun. <laughs> uh, week five. This is the one. Just this sing is, it. Sing it now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one that I'm so excited about. This was not on their initial list of like testing scenarios. This is a new thing, uh, and I'm really excited about this one. This is one that multiple, many, many players have suggested making these changes. Not even on the basis of performance, just for like combat balance and just f fun sake in Cyrodiil. Um, so week five, this will be October 5th through 12th. Um, number one, group size will be limited to 12 players while in Cyrodiil. Excellent change. Uh, and any ally targeted abilities only apply to group members. That sounds amazing, man. So right now, groups are capped at 24 players in Cyrodiil. Uh, and your AOE heals, your heals, you can heal anyone, whether they're in your group or not. Uh, and that's why we get these these ball groups that are just absolutely unstoppable. Uh, and a lot of people suspect that that does have quite an impact on performance. You have like these multiple ball groups, everyone just spamming heals over each other left and right. Um, I could I could see that having an effect, absolutely. But even aside from performance, just the uh, just the experience of combat, man, there's just... There's nothing you can do against those groups unless you're in a group like that. And yep. even in that situation, it's like it, there's there's no way to like feel like you're really participating, you know, like you're really having an effect on the outcome there. Um, so I'm, I'm pumped about this. I know a lot of people have been asking for this as well. And who knows? It may not be the magic bullet. All right. This we may try this test and we may it may come to find out uh, performance is still terrible. Uh, yep, but I think it could be. I think the, at least the fact that we're trying it, this is the solution that everyone's been asking for. This exact specific thing is the thing everyone's been asking for. So I'm so glad that they're at least saying, okay, let's just give that a try and see if it works or not. You know, they're just putting it in here along with all these other tests. It's so great. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay if they just kick this test off and they say, you know what? This test is just going to be, we're just going to leave it. Just we're just leaving it. it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Seriously. Uh, I was actually surprised that they were kind of able to do this this quickly, you know, because they just kind of added this test on. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this is a question people have asked about this or, or have had this idea for a long, long time. And I've always kind of got the feel that it would be really difficult for them to do this. So I was I was pleasantly surprised. They were like, okay, yeah, we'll do that. We'll throw that on the test. We'll do that in a couple of weeks. I was kind of like, well, okay. I didn't know that that would be that easy of a change for you because it's, it's live, you know, it's on the live servers. Yeah, uh, I wonder how much changes. I wonder how much developer work went into whipping up that test scenario there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so very excited. Just just the fact that we're going to do it. Just like the the evidence, the proof that they've heard the feedback, they hear it, they're willing to try it. You know, who knows what happens after that? It just it just pleases me so much to see that. Yeah. Uh, and then there's one more test after that, uh, week six. Man, six weeks of testing in Cyrodiil. Can you believe that? <laughs> uh, on the live server. Um, so on week six, group size is still limited to 12. Uh, if a group member contains six or more players, uh, then everyone's AoE abilities go on individual cooldowns and have escalating costs. So it's basically the same as week five that we were just talking about, the really, really good scenario that we were just talking about. Uh, until you hit six players in your group. And when you get six players or more, then you're in week five, and then you're also in week four at the same time, right? You have the <laughs> ramping cost and the individual AoE abilities having uh, three-second cooldowns. That one sounds like it's like uh, forcing people not to group. Like, don't group more than six. It just could be yeah, group. a lot of small groups of five only. that weeks. Um, that could be, I mean, that could be cool, actually. Like, yeah, if everyone battle is like five groups or five, five members or less in their groups, yeah, like battleground 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 Cyrodiil right there. <laughs> I could see the the logic in that trying to encourage more small scale play. Uh, that's it's an interesting idea. 
Um, I really think that number five is going to be the sweet spot, but I could see why they would want to do this number six. Like, let's say number five doesn't quite get us where we want to be performance wise, but number six does. That might be kind of the compromise we need. You know, you you don't have to get the cooldowns and the ramping costs and everything. You just got to stay in a smaller group. That's all. Yeah. Or even like you said, if 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 number five doesn't fix everything, but you know, maybe they do number five and still have the ramping cost. You know, I think the all these tests I think give them a lot of options that I don't know. I I have I have hope that Cyrodiil can be fixed after these tests. Yeah, let's chant number five. Number <laughs> five. <laughs> Go flood the forums now. Just type in. Number five. We already five. traveled to the future and <laughs> tested it, and it's the best one. We already know. Um, all right, I guess we're nearing the end. Um, no emails this week, but if you'd like to send us an email, you can email us at scrollinpodcast at gmail.com. That's scrolling with an I-N, no G, scrollinpodcast at gmail.com. Um, what sorts of emails can you send, you may ask? Well, uh, you could ask us a question. You could tell us a joke. You could uh, correct us on anything that we were factually incorrect about um, or just enlighten us on something, elucidate uh, on something maybe that we touched on that you wanted to give us some more uh, details about. Really anything at all, anything that you think would be fun uh, is just fine. Uh, we have a guild called Stoons Goons. We still have plenty of spots open if you'd like to join. It's mainly a social guild with a PvP bend, but we really do a little bit of everything, and mainly what we do is just hang out in Discord, tell stupid jokes back and forth while we play ESO. Pretty much that's the best part. Uh, how that goes. Yeah, that's the best part. Um, what else? Is there anything else I'm forgetting? I think you got it. The student shout out. You know, that's, that's, that's my the main that's thing. my that's the main thing I remind you about. So I think you're you got everything. All right, I think that's going to be an episode. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>